you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Welcome to another episode of The Master Plan. I am your host, Michael Filipkowski. Back once again here today, Connor DiBiase. The NFL playoffs are here. They're going on. It is extremely exciting, extremely good football, I think. Um, We had four divisional games this weekend. Eight teams, four games, only four winners, two games next week in the NFC and AFC championships, respectively. Um, Connor and I are going to start off with, we're going to go, uh, by time for the game. So we're going to start off with the, um, the Rams versus the Packers, then Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns, and finally Bucks versus the Saints. Um, starting right off the bat, Connor, you know, that that Packers Rams game, what a game, wasn't it? I think what what we saw quite a bit there, um, in that game at least, was we saw Jared Goff kind of not really have much control in that game. Um, and, and what I think I mean by that is, um, you know, Jared Goff. I have a ton of respect for him. Let me get this straight. I have a ton of respect for Jared Goff for going out there and and playing football, you know, with a with a thumb that he just had surgery on. Like, I have a ton of respect. But um, you know, stuff like that. Um, Connor, you know, what are your thoughts on 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 the Packers versus Ravens game? Yeah, I think a big talking point in that game was, I mean, Aaron Donald um, really didn't get any production in that game. Jared Goff was banged up, no Cooper Cup. I think a lot of that game was big injuries on the end of the Rams. Um, and they did put up a fight. Um, it kind of got blown out of proportion to, I thought the game was much closer early on in the game, kind of got blown out towards the second half, but I think uh, an, a healthy Rams team could definitely give the Packers a run for their money. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But they just didn't have, didn't have the weapons, didn't have, like, Aaron Donald just didn't look good in the game. No, um, no, he did not. Yeah, you know, I think overall, at least for me, the Rams, they played a good game. Um, you know, I think... They didn't want. They didn't run the ball as effectively as they might have wanted to. But other than that, I just I think we all knew going into that game at least 
Packers were the better team and probably were going to win the game. Um, I, I, I really, I really, I mean, the Packers played a great game. I really don't have much to say, like really negative or positive. You know, I thought Jalen Ramsey did it and did an okay job guarding Devontae Adams. He wasn't on him the whole game, so it's kind of difficult to um, understand. He didn't really have the pre- same pressure that he had had all season with Aaron Donald rushing. Um, I don't know. I, I thought out of the four is probably the least entertaining, um, at least because there really wasn't any doubt in anyone's mind. I, I think what we learned from this game, at least what it show, should show everyone at this point, um, I, I – my everyone's biggest takeaway should be that like Jared Goff is n- not very good at throwing the football. Like he's just like I think it's to come out and flat out say like he's just not a very good quarterback. You know, ton of respect for him to play, but like the dude is not like he's not going to win a Super Bowl. That you know the Rams team, if you look at it on paper, is a Super Bowl winning team. Like they have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, Aaron Donald, Jalen. Like they have some of the best players in the league um one of the best head coaches a nice offensive line a, you know a, a multi-headed running attack i think jared goff is the one who's been holding them back for quite a while and i think it really became apparent in this game that you know he's not he's more of a game manager he's not he's not going to go out there he really i don't think he can make very many big throws um so for me I don't like Jared Goff as a quarterback. I just don't think he suits – I don't think he especially suits uh, Sean McVay very well. Um, but, you know, I thought it was – you know, I thought the Packers played a nice game. Um, you know, I think we saw some of the same stuff from the Packers that we've seen all season. Um, you know, the good and the bad. Like, we see a lot of good plays, a lot of deep passes, a lot of motion. Um, also, some drops by some of the receivers. So – you know, I think that um, I think that that is probably the way um, we all expected the game to go. We're gonna take a short break, um, and we'll be back on the other side with our thoughts on the next game. And welcome back after the break. Um, the next game up, the Bills versus the Ravens. Um, Connor, what, what were your thoughts on this game? And and, you know, what are your thoughts on the Bills going forward? What are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson? Um, tell me all about it. Yeah. Um, it was an extremely windy game. Uh, it cost about five missed field goals, I think, throughout the whole mm-hmm. ordeal. Um, I think one thing is Raymond's offense just couldn't get anything going. The defense played well, but their offense just couldn't run – Bills definitely forced the run of them if it's so windy. Lamar Jackson isn't already the most prolific passer, but a lot of his efficiency comes from like deep ball routes or like checkdowns to the tight end. And Mark Andrews could not catch a ball, but the deep balls got severely messed up by the wind. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the one of the things I saw from the Bills that kind of scared me was that deep ball accuracy. Josh Allen was overthrowing everyone on the field. But I think a big part of that was just the wind. And though I'm questioning the coaching decisions of to keep going back to that deep ball of um, McDermott, McDermott and everything, I, uh, I think the Bills look like a good team. 
Um, the Ravens look lost. The Bills looked good other than that, but the coaching decision that continued on for deep balls, even in the weather. Mm-hmm. But it went basically as I predicted it to go. Um, yeah. No, I, I think, you know, that the Bills-Ravens game, I mean, obviously due to the wind, I think, you know, the Bills really don't have any running game, which concerns me going forward. Um, you know, in the playoffs, uh, you, you know, teams that have weaknesses, those get exposed. Um, and I think that going forward, the Bills need to develop some sort of run game besides Josh Allen and his legs. Um, they're playing Kansas City next, and we'll get to we'll get to that Kansas City Browns game later on. Um, I don't expect there to be as much wind. Um, so you know, Kansas City's weak. One of their you know one of their main weaknesses they're really not. Not so great at stopping the run. Um, obviously, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, John Brown. I mean, you know, they're re- that's a really, really good receiving core. But you know what I have to say is, uh, can Josh Allen, you know, do it against the Chiefs? I mean, their pass coverage is is good. The Chiefs is, um, although they did lose Rashad Breland. Um, uh, which is definitely going to hurt them going forward. Although he has a concussion, so we'll see if he ends up actually playing that game. But, you know, I, I, I was concerned about the Bills' offense, um, but their defense is looking really, really good. Um, say what you will about the Bills' defense. They held Lamar Jackson to three points. And you might you might be saying that, oh, well, because of the missed field goals, it really was, it was really nine points or, you know, whatever. You know, that's part of the game. Both teams miss field goals, and that's part of playing uh, in Buffalo. That's part of getting home field advantage. Um, You know, that's all part of it. And, you know, I think what we saw from the Ravens, you know, was really, you know, I mean, Lamar's not a great passer. He just isn't, you know. And to expect him to be a great passer, I think, is a little bit unfair. You know, I'm not saying he's – a bad quarterback. He's a really good quarterback, but you know, in, in passing situations, he is definitely not. Um, he is maybe average, maybe slightly below average. And when he has a receiving core that's you know okay, it's not great. It's gonna make it more difficult. And I think you know going forward, when we look at the Ravens as a team, you know, obviously they're gonna want to sign a wide receiver, maybe beef up their offensive line, but their defense is the one on the other side of the ball that's gonna be taking you know, taking the, taking the hit in terms of, in terms of pay, you know, that's what happens when you sign a quarterback to a lot of money, you lose pieces around them that, you know, can make plays. Um, I think Marquise Brown and Miles Boykin and Des Bryant, they're okay. They're not great. Mark Andrews, I think is probably, you know, the seventh or eighth best tight end in the league. He's, he's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's what happens when you lose guys, you know, Due to signing other guys, this says how it works. Um, the Ravens really didn't come on, you know, with a great offensive game plan. You know, I think we figured that the Buffalo Bills would be able to stop the Ravens, and they were. You know, uh, the Buffalo Bills defense. Give them credit; they played an excellent game. Uh, they had an interception in the red zone that they returned for a touchdown. Um, you know, I look for kind of the Bills offense to probably bounce back this week. Um, but I think what we really saw was, you know, Lamar's a young quarterback and he's still got a ways to grow. 
But in the playoffs, I'm not saying he has, you know, he's definitely struggling in the playoffs, but I think that's just because he hasn't developed as a passer. Going forward, I think we really need to consider, you know, is Lamar developing as a passer? And if not, I think that's a serious, you know, serious thing to look at um, because in situations like this, I'm not saying you can't play from behind. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that there are going to be times when you need to make a big throw, you know, and so far it, it, he really hasn't been that guy to do that. So nothing against him, but I think those are just the facts. Um, and then obviously with the concussion, you know, I mean, Lamar's going to take some hits. So, you know, because he runs, you know, that that is a great upside, but there's a downside. You know, if he's going to be running around with the football, you know, if he's, you know, whatever, taking more hits, he's going to get hit more. And, you know, it just leads to, you know, guys getting concussions. I guess just what happens, you know, there, there, you know, there are, there are drawbacks to being a running quarterback. There are drawbacks to taking more hits as, you know, we'll talk about Patrick Mahomes in about two minutes. Um, there are drawbacks. So, so, yeah, go ahead. So I was going to say, I, I didn't think Lamar Jackson played that bad of a game, especially in the second quarter. I actually, I actually, I actually would agree. I don't think he played a bad game. I just didn't think he played good enough to win. I was just, I think Chris Raven's team, out of everything I'm most disappointed about, it's not like lack of a series. It's mostly just coaching. And Harbaugh really, I guess, disappointed me this year. He mm-hmm. kind of revolutionized that running back game plan, playing like three back sets, doing a bunch of wild type of plays. Yeah, they, re- they really they moved away from that over. this year. And then this year, it's mostly just OPOs and then just fake handoff runs. And they, and they kind of took a step backwards. Mm-hmm. It's like... They kind of took us backwards to where you would be if you first got a running quarterback. Similar right, to how, like, the right. Patriots tried to play it this year with Cam Newton. Right. I mean, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is a unique player, so you have to you can't play like everyone else. And, and that, I don't have a problem with that. But I think there was there were some coaching mistakes this year. Um, we'll see what happens with the Ravens next year. They're a very interesting team. Um, you know, we'll see. I re- I don't know what to expect. They're they're in a very very tough division, so it's going to be interesting. Bills move on. Uh, now let's move to the Kansas City Chiefs Browns game. I picked the Browns to win this one. Boy, they should have won this game. I mean, there is some bad call. <laughs> some really controversial calls throughout that game. I, I agree. I agree. You know, I mean, I think that there were some calls that didn't go their way. I think the Chiefs have gotten quite a few calls um, overall in the season and specifically in this Browns game. Um, just going to say it like they got calls. Um, but I really don't want to hear any complaints about, oh, the refs were against us. Like the Chiefs got calls. Don't worry. But Browns had an opportunity to win this game and they didn't. I, I'm sorry. But when Chad Henney throws an interception into the end zone, that should have been a game-winning touchdown drive right there. That should have been it. Should have been it. The Chiefs' defense was on the ropes. They had just driven down the field and scored a touchdown. Like, I'm sorry. But, you know, people are talking about this game. Like, that's on Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield. I'm not – Baker played – I think he played a great game. I thought Baker played really well. But – in the clutch, play calling, yeah, yeah the play not ideal. Yeah, let's go over the play calling first because I actually I I, I tweeted 
before the game because I, you know, I picked the Browns to win. I was sitting in my, I was sitting, I was sitting watching the game. I was screaming for them to run the ball every time they did. I was like, "Why aren't they running the ball?" It's what, it's what you've got success with, like in the past three years. It, it was, it was, it was unbelievable that I don't know what Kevin Stefanski was on. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he was tired. Maybe it was COVID. Maybe he was. I don't know. Because and, and it's something that like, they beat a team last week. I know. I know a lot of it was just the hype they brought out and really wanted to win that game. They won last week against one of the best defenses in the league with the run game. With the run game. And, and the Chiefs won run defense in the league. Right, and the Chiefs' run defense is not very good. Like so when I when I looked at this matchup, I was like, I mean, it's pretty simple for what the Browns have to do. If they run the ball, not only do they Yeah, the Browns control the time of possession if they run the ball. They keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, and it works well for them. Like they're a great running football team. That's not a knock on Baker, but I mean, their offensive line, they got Batonio back. I know they lost their left tackle. That's kind of all the more reason to run, isn't it? Like, if you lose your left tackle, that means Baker has less protection on the outside. Like, if you get your your guys moving in the offensive line, you're going to run the ball much better. And why they didn't run the ball, I, I literally have no idea. Like, obviously, Nick Trubb just dropped a couple passes. But when we go to that final drive of the game that the Browns had, like – I'm sorry, that's on Stefanski and Baker. It just is. It just is. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know, and I know I'm, I'm going to get crap for this, but when it's third and 11 and there's four minutes to go and your team has one timeout and you throw a check down on third and 11, that is unacceptable. Like, people are going to give me crap about this, but you throw a seven-yard pass, oh, okay, now you can go for it on fourth down. Like, if you really believe that Chad Henney's not moving the football and you say, okay, Harrison Bucker's making field goal, it's an eight-point game. It's still a one-score game. Like, I know he got pressure from the outside. But the reality is, on 3rd and 11, in the biggest moment of the game, right, up to that point, you throw a check down? To like, I know it's Kareem Hunt, but he's going to get 11 yards and he's already behind the line of scrimmage. Like, I'm sorry. You gotta make a throw. You gotta step up in the pocket and make a throw. There's no excuse because the Browns never touched the ball after that. They punted away and that was it, right? Like the play calling throughout the day was horrendous. I thought they put too much on Baker. I thought they did. They made him throw the ball like 30, 31 times. It's not 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 the method to success. Like run the ball with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Like Hunt was more than like. He barely touched the ball in the entire game. He was ready in the fourth quarter to run the ball. Why they didn't, I don't know. Mr. Kareem Hunt, who just had a career day against the Steelers. Yeah, I, 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 I thought the play calling by Stefanski, it was obvious what he should have done, and he just didn't. I'm, I'm really not too sure why. You know, outside of that last try, I thought Baker played fine. I thought the offense looked okay. But there's no excuse when Mahomes goes down and your defense holds the Chiefs to only 22 points to not win that game. Like if your defense holds them to 22 points, like the Browns, you got to be scoring 25. You got to win that game. Like, God, I was I was really disappointed to see um, Browns should have won that game. Like that was a game that was in their hands that they lost. Um, no, I, I don't want to hear. Oh, they got to the playoffs. Like, no. Like, you realize that Baker's going to be getting an extension soon. 
right? All this talk, oh, we're going to get more on the back end. Like, you're going to be losing guys. Like, you have to sign Nick Chubb to a contract. Kareem Hunt's going to be asking for a contract. You're not going to get all those pieces on the own line back every single year. Odell and Landry are there. You're going to have to pay him at some point again as well. Like, there are dudes that you're going to have to pay. Like, there are people that you got to pay. And to keep this offense as good as it is and only to make – like, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to extend Baker, and he's going to be asking for $20, $30 million. There's money taken out of, like, other places on the offense. So I'm really not too sure what the Browns are planning on doing, but that play calling was not good. Hopefully – I think they can bounce back next year. It's a pretty simple formula for them. Run the football. But – Let's move on to the Chiefs. Connor, reactions to Mahomes going down? Yeah, that, that was a – I mean, he couldn't stand after that on his own. It, oh, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Bad fall for him. He, he – it, the report said that he is cleared with concussion protocol and it's more negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still potentially could be out, but more likely won't even practice. will only practice one day. Right. Going into the next matchup. Um which isn't ideal. I mean, of course, it's Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, so I, I mean, they're going to find a way to have at least a competent offense. But I, I agree, but, you know, to me, you know, people are talking about, oh, well, they scored in every single one of the drives that Mahomes was in. Like, yes, but the Browns' defense is horrendous. Like, the yeah. Browns' defense is terrible. Okay, and Miles Garrett wasn't even in the game for half the game. Like the Browns' defense is so freaking bad. Like they have no back end, and the Browns held them to like three field goal attempts. That was really, really impressive for me to see that the Browns' defense was able to do that. By the way, like they stepped up. Okay, I know the end of the game they didn't, but they put the team in a position to win the game. Right. So I don't want to hear anything about the Browns. I don't give a shit, all right? Like, I really don't care. Like, the Browns' defense played a really, really solid game for 59 minutes, essentially. Like, 58, 59 minutes. Like, I have no knocks in the Browns' defense. Yeah, they look – the Chiefs' offense are good, but they can't run the football very well. And Mahomes is hurt. Like, even if not the neck, his, his toe. Like, he took some hits – and his toe, he could not step into any throws going to his left side. Romo said it. Like, I don't know. I, Bills were my pick from the beginning. They're still my pick. The Chiefs, I don't know, man. They just don't look – they're not invincible, okay? I'm not saying they're going to, you know, they're going to lose. I'm just saying they're not invincible. Um, I don't know. Connor, Bills, Chiefs, in that matchup, who do you have to win? It's got to be the Bills. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I know it's the Chiefs, but um, defense didn't look incredible against the Browns, and Josh Allen is just a scully this year. So is Diggs. Assuming it's not going to be insustainably windy for him, and he's not going to overthrow everything, that's going to hit on some of those long balls. I, I don't see where they can lose. The Bills' defense is better than the Browns' defense. The Bills defense is I think I think not only is the Bills defense more talented, but it's better coached. Like they don't have as much of a of a pass rush, I'll say that, but 
they're much better overall than the Browns' defense. And I think their offense, arguably, they could get a running game going. They'd be really, really good. But, unfortunately, they don't have that. Uh, let's move on. Let's Josh move. Allen's basically your lead rusher. Yeah. He, no, he is the lead rusher. Let's move on to the final game of the evening. Um, Bucks versus Saints. Connor, you're the Bucks fan. Take it away. Yeah. Um, it's not how I imagined it. I thought this was going to be a complete shootout. Um, and and oh, the Bucks defense just looked like something it has not looked like in a long, long time. How about how about how about since they won the Super Bowl? <laughs> like Basically. it. Um, the Brown, like, like uh, everyone's talking about Drew Brees and, you know, whatever. Like, Drew Brees was not... I mean, two of so. his picks weren't even his fault. Right. Like, like Drew Brees played, like, how we kind of expected Drew Brees to play. Like, it's Drew Brees. It's not... Like, what do we expect? Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyone who's, who thought Drew Brees was he great... Have a good year. Right. Like, exactly. Like, it, the Drew Brees is obviously not the same quarterback he used to be. So, I wasn't really surprised he played poorly. Um, you know, like what I was surprised by were two things. Number one, Michael Thomas did not have a catch for the first time in his entire career. I mean, Tom Davis locked down. Like, I, I know people out here are like saying, Mike, Mike Thomas, you didn't get it. Like, no, Mike Thomas wasn't open because he was covered like a, a blanket. All right. <laughs> like it wasn't because Mike Thomas wasn't getting, you know, catching the ball. It's like, he wasn't open. Like, he, like it was a tight man-to-man coverage throughout the game. Number two, they were able to slow down Kamara. And, you know, I would argue that Kamara is better than Aaron Jones. You know, and... and, and I, I don't know if that's much of an argument based on how the shoe's gone. But I would also say that the Saints' offensive line is probably better than the Packers' offensive line. I, I'm not so sure, but... I think it's a pretty close bout between the two. You know, what I was impressed by was, look, we knew, we knew going into this game, like, Marshawn Lattimore is absolutely locked down on Mike Evans. Like, for whatever reason, it just is. Like, I don't really have a good excuse. I don't have a good reason. Like, Mike Evans just doesn't catch the ball when Marshawn Lattimore is on him. Like, period, end of story. Like, he had a touchdown, yeah, sure, but it was like a two-yard touchdown. It was a slant route. Um, Chris Godwin... Having some trouble catching the ball. Um, really, yeah, it, for the past few weeks. Um, you know, after Brady said that Chris Godwin has like the best hands he's ever played with, Chris Godwin can't catch a ball. Yeah, I, I think he'll bounce back. Uh, hopefully, he'll bounce back. Um, he's not bad. He's just not as you know good as he usually is. Um, AB got injured, but I think he'll be back. I think for the championship he'll game, be back, yeah. he'll be back. He just was a little roughed up. So, you know, Brady, it, was on those, it was on those role players that Brady got it to. It was on those, like, Scotty Millie's, Tyler Johnson, Cam Drake. Yeah, like, Brady's receiving core yesterday. Like, I don't want to hear anything about that because they weren't there, and he still scored, you know, points on, on a great Saints defense. The Saints defense is really, really good. Proved it yesterday. Saints defense played really, really well. Um, Tyler Johnson made one of the most incredible catches I've seen all season. Like, it wasn't spectacular in terms of like jump, but like the way the ball was placed, the way he was turning around, like I told you guys, that kid can play. Like I told you guys weeks ago. Like even Scotty Miller, like those guys, boys can play. Cameron Brake can play. 
Um, offensive line was really, really good. Tristan Wirfs, man. I'll tell you what, that might be one of the steals of the draft. Like, he is incredible. Okay. Yeah. Antoine Winfield by in the second round. Incredible pick. Like that strip yesterday, I mean, that I was a big play in that game. Like bit it was 20 to 13. Big play by Winfield. Um going you also remember yeah. how clowned on the Bucks two years ago, how how clowned on they got for picking Devin White. Dude, um, like Devin he White projected to go there, and then the Raiders picked Colin Farrell, and then that was crowned on. The Bucks continued with their pick of Devin White. That was crowned on, and he had one of the best performances. Yeah, I mean, you you heard you heard the you heard the announcer say. I mean, he's sideline to sideline. He's all over the field. He can play pass. He can play run. He made and you and you told me before the game, Devin White makes his defense so much better, and it's one hundred percent true. He really does impact this defense. In a major, major way. Right? Like, so going into this M- NFC Championship game, Brady versus Rodgers in the cold. It's difficult. It's a difficult matchup. Like, for both teams. Like, I think, like, obviously, Green Bay, like, I don't I don't really want to talk about earlier in the season when Green Bay and, and Tampa played. Both teams are vastly improved, vastly different than they were back then. But I feel like right now, you know, Aaron, like the the Packers defense has played, they played well against Jared Goff. Sure. I mean, the strategy was pretty much like they're going to run the ball. I have to think that the Packers defense is probably going to get a little bit exposed. That's my thing. I feel like, I feel like it's. I'm interested to see if, because these last few weeks, um, at least the times when the Bucks have really shown off these past six weeks of the NFL, it's mm-hmm. because they've started up that run game again. Yeah, it is. Uh, a big part of it is um, Ronald Jones having a couple hundred yard games. Fournette looking good against the football game. Fournette is it's looking really, really good. Versatility. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can have Brady chuck the ball downfield, and that probably works against some teams, but what really gets them going is that diversity in the offense and and yes like you can't you can't play a contain the run against the Bucks because you know the there's too teams. many guys like you there's can. too many guys and what I think the Bucks I think the Bucks strategy needs to be especially because it's cold and it might be snowy like you got you got first off I think pounding the rock is something they're gonna have to do I think something that we're gonna want to see and I want to see is I want to see Rollon and Leonard Fournette run the ball, but I want to see A.B. also run the ball in those jet sweeps. I feel like that opens up the offense so much more, right, when you have that threat of him running on the outside, right? I really like those plays. That sets up the play action. That's it up, you know, I think I, I think Mike Evans is going to be better against Jair Alexander than he was against Lattimore. Just because... Right. You know, Lattimore, I don't know. Lattimore's mentally, like, in his, I don't even know what it is. But I I don't trust the Packers' defense as much as I trusted the Saints' defense, right? However, the Packers' offense is interesting, right? Like, it, it's – I don't know how it's going to go. I think the Bucks are either going to be good or bad. Like, there's not really an in-between. I don't think they're going to just be okay. I mean – 
if you can lock down Devontae Adams like you locked down Michael Thomas, I don't think you have any trouble winning this game. See, I don't know about that. Devontae Adams is a different beast. I agree, but my concern with the Tampa Bay defense has always been that secondary. On those deep throats. And I feel like that's what a lot of what Green Bay does. You know? I, I don't know. It's going to be a competitive game. Obviously, I have the Bucks winning because it's Brady. And the one rule is... The one, go ahead. The one thing you kind of went over is the prospect of Vita Vea returning. Right. I think... completely clogs a whole run offense. He was the guy that held Kamala to like 20 yards. Yeah, if, 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 if Vita Vea can come back, that at least the interior run will be stopped, right? Which is big. Like, if you're taking away the interior run, now you're forcing them to the outside. Now, you know, like, then you got Devin White. Aaron Jones flourishes into the interior run. Right, right. It's it's gonna be a great game. Three oh five. I got the Bucks winning because it's Tom Brady and the number one rule. Connor, I'm sure as you know, never bet against Brady. Never, and I never will. Never will. So I got Brady. Bucks Bills Super Bowl. That's what I hope it is. So I can be right. That'd be awesome. I hope the Bucks win it. Same for me. Um, and yeah, that's it. We'll be back. Reviewing the conference championships games, conference championship games. Hopefully, Connor and I will just be sitting here saying, "Yeah, we were right. Yeah, we were right. Yeah, we called this, this, and this." Brady, uh, Allen, Super Bowl, incredible. Bucks will win their second, and and then we can just be right. That's what I hope. We'll see if it happens. I hope so. And thank you, Connor, for joining us here today, and we'll see you again on the on the master plan. taking it iggy or curry of everyone on golden state open shot fate of the universe on the line or the martians have the death beam pointed at earth you better hit it i want iguadala